Hello and welcome to another episode of Listen Up. I am Mr. I. Please subscribe to the podcast so you can see a new episode every time I upload it. Um, It's been a long time since I've done new things. I hope to get back into doing new episodes again. But if you subscribe, you'll always know when there's something new. You can find the podcast pretty much anywhere you might find podcasts. So Apple Podcasts, on Spotify, Uh, if you listen on Amazon, it's there too. It's all over the place, pretty much anywhere you might want to find it. I'm recording right now in late June 2023, and I want to talk about a news story. Um, There has been a lot of coverage the last week and a half, really, Um, There's been some news coverage, even in Japan, but in the English language news, there was a lot, a lot of news about this particular story. And the story I want to talk about is the submersible, the little submarine that went missing and later we found out was destroyed. Now, Earlier this month, uh, on June 18th, 2023, which was Father's Day, by the way, a group of five men, one of them was a very young man, he was only 19 years old, he was the son of one of the other men, but a group of five men got into a submersible to dive down into the ocean. Now, a submersible is kind of like a submarine. I mean, it's it's a type of submarine. But the way the word is often used, a submersible is a kind of submarine that needs to have a boat up on the surface to help it. Submersibles, they're usually smaller than other submarines, and they're often designed to go much deeper. They're used for often exploration, for science, down in the deep sea. And in this case, the submersible, the people in the submersible were planning to go down to the bottom of the Atlantic Ocean to visit one of the most famous shipwrecks, probably the most famous shipwreck in the world, the Titanic. Yes, the, the, the one there was a movie about starring Leonardo DiCaprio and Kate Winslet, right? The Titanic. Now, the Titanic, the original boat, was completed in 1912, and it sank on its maiden voyage. Now, maiden voyage is just a fancy way to say first trip. Uh, it's something they often say for... Uh, boats or maybe spaceships, things like that. Sometimes, I guess, airplanes too. You talk about a maiden voyage. Yeah, it's a fancy way to say first trip. And anyway, uh, the Atlantic, the Atlantic, the Titanic, sorry, the Titanic sank in the North Atlantic Ocean on its first trip. The first time crossing the ocean, it hit an iceberg and sank. And no one knew exactly where it was after it sank until 1985, 
when it was discovered by some deep sea researchers, some oceanographers, people who study the ocean. Now, recently, the site of the Titanic has become a tourist attraction for very, very rich, wealthy people. I mean, of course, there are still many scientists and researchers who are, they're also very interested in visiting the site, and, and quite a few of them have, of course. But the group that was in the news last week, they were, they were just tourists. Um, tourists who had a lot of money. The submersible in the, cur in the news story um, was designed and built by a company called Ocean Gate. And the company sold tours down to the bottom of the Atlantic Ocean to visit the site of the Titanic. And from what I have seen, the tours cost 250000 U.S. dollars, which is more than 35 million Japanese yen. So very, very expensive, as much as a nice house would cost. Now, obviously, the people who are going on these tours are not normal, average people. These are extremely rich people like I said, they will spend enough to buy a nice house just to go on a eight-hour tour down to the bottom of the ocean. These are also the kind of people who are buying tickets to go up in the space tourist industry now. And the people who went out on this particular trip the eight, on the 18th... Uh, the five were the man who started the company. There was a wealthy British businessman who was also something of an adventurer, I guess he considered himself. Uh, there was also a French adventurer who was kind of an expert on the Titanic. And then there was a father and son. Um, the father was a Pakistani British businessman, and his son was just a 19-year-old student. Um, and so what seems to have happened is that the submersible began its dive on Sunday the 18th. And what I saw online on the internet was that normally this trip was should have been about eight hours from the surface down to the, down to the Titanic and back up about eight hours. And the Titanic is about four kilometers below the surface of the ocean. So pretty deep, four kilometers. Um, not nearly as deep as parts of the Pacific Ocean, of course, but still pretty deep to go straight down in the ocean. Unfortunately, less than two hours into the dive going down, the boat on the surface lost contact. There was no more communication between the submersible and its boat. And that is what started the whole story. The submersible supposedly had enough air 
for the five people to survive for about four days, um, which meant that if the people were still alive after the communication was lost, after there was no more contact, they would have had enough air to last until probably sometime on Thursday. And all sorts of boats and airplanes joined in the search. They had some unmanned, some drones, some robotic submersibles that came in and helped as well. Um, But it was a very difficult search because the searchers, they didn't know exactly where to look. And the, the search area was very, very large. They knew maybe the general area the about where the submersible was, but they didn't know exactly. So teams from the U.S., from Canada, and there were some others, there were some French companies and British companies that were offering help. I don't know exactly who did what, but they, they searched both the surface of the ocean and underneath the water, which made the search much more difficult because they're looking, they don't know where to look. And from what I was reading, the submersible did not have a locator beacon on it. Now, a locator beacon is a device that sends out a signal, um, sometimes a sound, sometimes a radio wave, but what it does is it makes it easier for rescuers to find it. If you've ever gone backcountry skiing or seen people talk about backcountry skiing, they wear a locator beacon if they're being safe, just in case they get stuck in the snow. People can find them. That's the idea. But for some reason, this submersible did not have a locator beacon on it. And there were a lot of other stories coming out about how other dives in this submersible had problems um, with communication with the the ship on the surface. Now, I'm not sure if it's just this company or if it's a case of that, well, deep sea diving is hard. It's difficult. Um, It's dangerous. A lot of things I was reading it sounds like it was actually both. Yes, deep sea diving is dangerous, is difficult. But also, this company sounded like it wasn't doing everything it could do to follow the safest practices. Um, it does seem like the company was cutting some corners. Now, there's that's a useful phrase to know, cutting corners. Cutting corners means to do something in a way that is easy or cheap, but maybe not the best way. Probably, definitely not the best way. So, um, yeah, it sounds like they were cutting corners on this submersible. There were some old interviews with the man who was the president of the company. Uh, He was also the designer of the company and the man who was piloting the submersible when he went when the, when it when it when it disappeared and in the interviews he said that he thought that the rules for submersibles and submarines were too strict too worried about safety and were making it hard to have innovation 
but clearly, as we now know and we can see, those rules were there for a reason because, as I'm sure most of you know, or maybe maybe you don't, the submersible and the people in it were down near the bottom of the ocean, near the Titanic, and something happened. It seems very early on, probably at the same time when the submersible and the ship lost communication, something happened and the submersible experienced a catastrophic implosion. Now, an implosion is the opposite of an explosion. An explosion, of course, is when everything expands, gets bigger, very, very, very fast. And an implosion is the opposite, and everything gets pressed together, gets crushed at extremely fast speeds. And the water pressure down near the bottom of the Atlantic Ocean is, of course, very strong. And any tiny little crack, any small problem with the submersible probably meant that the submersible got crushed very, very, very fast, almost instantaneously, almost in one instant, just gone. And so the people inside probably never knew anything happened to them when they died. And a lot of people, people who seem to know a lot more about ocean exploration, um, obviously I don't know anything about this. It's not anything I've ever studied, nothing I know about. But people who seem to be smart about these things, they were saying that, and they have said for a long time, that this company and the submersible, this one in particular, were dangerous and at some point, someone was probably going to die, and unfortunately, they were correct. Five people died because of a problem with the submersible. And if, I guess, anything good comes out of this, I think it is that maybe people have been reminded of how dangerous the deep ocean is. More and more people have been going on deep-sea tourist trips recently. Maybe not as many as going into space, but still more and more people are going down to see the Titanic and other places like that. And all of these trips are very dangerous. And the more people go, the more chances there are for disasters, for accidents, for there's more chances that people die. And so if this stops some of the tourist trips down to the bottom of the ocean, I think that's positive. Um, obviously, it's very sad that at least, well, that, that people died, but it's maybe good to remind us all that some things are very dangerous and maybe we should shouldn't do them just for fun. Maybe we should just leave these trips to scientists, to engineers, to researchers, people who have a real reason to go down to visit the bottom of the ocean, 
not just for tourism. And I also think that the site of the Titanic, where over 1,500 people died, maybe we should just leave that alone. Just let that be a memorial, a silent memorial to all the people who died 111 years ago now. Let them, let the boat lie there in peace. And yeah, I think that is where I will end it for today. If you have any requests or ideas for podcasts, of course, you can find the request form over on the website, which is bit.ly slash l-u-w-m-i. You can also find links to all the episodes over there. You can find listening quizzes, listening guides to help you understand. And yeah, that is all for today. I'm Mr. I, and I will see you next time.